I'd like to use a calculator to look at one more thing on that function that we were looking for the vertical asymptotes on. So let's go back and look at the function. 2 minus 12x squared over 5 minus 3x squared. We found the vertical asymptotes using the calculator. We set the denominator equal to 0 and solved for x, and then we double-checked and plugged those two values into the numerator to make sure we got non-zero over 0. So we found our two vertical asymptotes. Now another question that could be asked is, what is the behavior of the function as x approaches those vertical asymptotes? So we could approach each vertical asymptote from different sides, green diamond graph, to look at the graph again. You can see, starting out on the positive, very positive values for x, as you're driving along this graph, you're approaching the first vertical asymptote, you can either swerve down or swerve up. This graph goes up. Now, what if you didn't have the graph and you needed to know which way it went? If you needed to know if the y values were getting very positive or getting very negative, that would be the limit as x approaches this vertical asymptote from the right-hand side. This one is x equals the positive square root of 5 thirds. So as x approaches the positive square root of 5 thirds from the right-hand side, it looks like the y values approach positive infinity. As you approach this same vertical asymptote from the left-hand side, the y values approach negative infinity. So that would be the limit as x approaches positive square root 5 thirds from the left. And that should be negative infinity. Notice as you approach the negative square root of 5 thirds from the right, the second vertical asymptote approach from the right, now the graph goes down. So what would be the limit as x approaches negative square root 5 thirds from the right? The limit should be negative infinity. If you approach the negative square root of 5 thirds, x equals negative square root of 5 thirds from the left, the y values go up to positive infinity. So the limit as x approaches negative square root 5 thirds from the left should be positive infinity. So we have four limits that we could check by using the home screen and using limits. Now, we don't always have the graph, right? Or the graph can sometimes be very difficult to find in the window. Sometimes they do that to you on tests. They give you a problem that's very difficult to see the graph, and they want you to use the home screen. They want you to use calculus to see what's going on. So let's go back to the home screen. Let's first make sure this is function y5. Go to the home screen, and I'm going to clear some of this out. So these were our, our um, two vertical asymptotes right here. If I want to evaluate the limit of function y5 of x, y5 of x, comma, as x goes to, let's start approaching the vertical asymptote from the right, the positive vertical asymptote from the right. So we're going to say positive square root 5 thirds Oops, I put an extra parenthesis in that I didn't need. And then I want to approach that from the right. So I need to approach it with a positive 1, meaning from the right. It doesn't really mean approach positive 1. It's the notation to tell the calculator approach from the right. So I've got the limit of the function as x approaches this value, square root 5 over 3, from the right. Hit enter. 
positive infinity, just like the graph showed us. As x approaches the first vertical asymptote from the right, our limit is positive infinity. And here it is, limit as x goes to square root 5 thirds from the right, a little plus there, y5 of x, positive infinity. Now it's very easy to do the other limit, the left-hand limit. All I have to do is go back there, and in front of the 1, what do I need to put? Let's write a negative 1. So I put a negative 1 in front. And I have negative infinity, so there's my left-hand limit. Now what if I want to look at the behavior of the function on the other vertical asymptote? That was a negative square root 5 thirds, so all I have to do is put a negative in front, and I'm going to take take away that other negative because I want to approach from the right first. So I'm going to approach negative square root 5 thirds from the right. Do you remember that the graph went down as we approached from the right? So if I hit enter, I get negative infinity. So I had positive infinity, negative infinity, and then negative infinity again. So we're seeing the graph going from right to left, up to positive infinity, then down to negative infinity, then down to negative infinity. And the last one I can look at, approach from the left. And when I hit enter, positive infinity. As x approaches negative square root 5 thirds from the left, the function goes up to positive infinity. Looking at the graph one more time, we can see that behavior. Positive infinity, negative infinity, negative infinity, positive infinity. Notice we still have a horizontal asymptote of y equals 4. Another common mistake is when students are asked to sketch this graph, when they put in the positive, the horizontal asymptote of y equals positive 4, sometimes they think that the rest of the graph cannot cross it. So remember that the horizontal asymptote is only telling you the value, the y value that the graph is approaching on the ends of the graph for very large x and very small x. It does not determine anything about the graph in the center. So in the center, we're looking more at our vertical asymptotes. We're looking at where the function is going as it approaches these vertical asymptotes from each side. Also, we have potential zeros and y-intercepts, don't we? There are zeros right here, and there's a y-intercept. How would we find those? The y-intercept is the easier one to find from the graph. Can you see that when you plug in x equals 0 here, you get a y-intercept of 2 over 5? So the y-intercept should be 2 fifths. How can we get that from the graph itself? If we go to the graph, and we go to math value, x equals 0, right? Y-intercept. We get 0.4. That's the same as 2 fifths, isn't it? So 0.4 is 2 fifths. How do we find these two zeros? We know they must exist because if we have a vertical, uh, sorry, a y-intercept of 0.4 and the graph goes down from there, there have to be two places where the graph crosses the x-axis. So we would find those by hand by looking at the formula. And what makes zero in this function? We want the y values to be zero when we're looking for the zeros. So if we set y equal to zero, then we have this fraction this rational expression, set equal to 0. When is that 0? Only when the numerator is and not the denominator. It's kind of the opposite of the vertical asymptotes, right? So we have zeros here when the numerator is 0. So I can either do it by hand, or I can use the calculator. 
If I set the numerator equal to 0, I'm going to do this in my head, and then we'll look at the calculator. 2 minus 12x squared equals 0. Add a negative 2 to both sides. Negative 12x squared equals negative 2. Divide by negative 12. x squared equals 2 twelfths. So that's 1 sixth. So x should be positive or negative the square root of 1 sixth. Going to the home screen. Algebra. Solve. We had 2 minus 12x squared. Set it equal to 0, comma, solve for x. Solve 2 minus 12x squared equals 0 for x. Hit enter. We get the rationalized version of the square root of 1 sixth, square root 6 over 6, or negative square root 6 over 6. If you don't believe me, we'll evaluate that approximately. Green diamond enter. And then I'm going to take the square root of 1 sixth and I'm going to say green diamond enter and I get the positive answers are the same. I could take the opposite and get the other one. So we can see the square root of 1 sixth is what we get by setting this numerator equal to 0. You can see that if we weren't able to do it by hand, the solve function on the calculator would do it for us. So it's, I like to do the ones that we know the answer another way so we can be seeing that it's working. Green diamond, y equals 5 minus 12x squared is 0 when x equals the square root of 1 sixth. The denominator is 0 when x equals, I'm oh, sorry, positive or negative square root of 1 sixth on the top. And the denominator is 0 when x is equal to positive or negative the square root of 5 thirds. So we have our zeros from the numerator. We have our vertical asymptotes from the denominator. We have our long run behavior, our horizontal asymptote at y equals positive 4. And we have our y-intercept when x is 0 and y is 2 fifths. And we can see all of that on the graph. I'm going to change my window so that we look only at this part that we've just investigated recently, the y-intercept and the two zeros. So I'm going to go to green diamond window, and I'm going to change my x values to just be negative 3 to 3, and my y values negative 5 to 5, maybe. This is not exact. It's just an idea to try to zoom in a little bit. Green diamond graph. There we can see 0.4, 2 fifths, our y-intercept, and our two zeros here. How do we find zeros using the calculator again? Math, zero, lower bound. Okay, fine, we'll find this right one first. I hit enter. Upper bound, I need to get to the other side. Now remember, lower and upper does not mean um, the y-values, right? It's the x-values. Lower is over here to the left of the zero I want. Upper is over here to the right of the zero that I want. I hit enter. 0.408248. Isn't that what we got when we took the square root of 1 sixth? Yep, there it is. 0.408248. Now remember, the graph, unfortunately, it only gives approximations. That's the nice thing about the home screen. So let's find our other zero, math. Zero is number two. Lower bound, I need to get to the other side, way over to the other side. 
Okay, here we go. All right, there we go. Enter. Upper bound to the other side. Enter. And I have the negative version, negative 0.408248, which we found exactly to be negative the square root of one-sixth.